Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk with Dennis Martin, where we talk about real life issues. Let's join the podcast. All right. Tonight, I want to talk to you about something that I think is very important, something that will hit home for all of us tonight, something that will certainly uh, all of us can identify with, all of us can relate to. And I want to talk about it tonight. And I pray that uh, as I say something tonight, that it will uh, help you, uh, bless you, pray that it will uh, maybe even resolve some things that may be going on in matters of your life. Uh, Tonight, I want to talk about a family in conflict, a family in conflict. Um, and, And I want to talk about that because so many, as we're doing lives and on Monday nights and even Bible study and various things, uh, even when I meet people in the street and meet people, they pull me to the side and say, Pastor Martin, I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with that, a family issue, a family matter, and they want to know how should they deal with it, how should they try to resolve it or whatever. And sometimes people even feel that, you know, I, maybe something's wrong with me or whatever. But tonight I want to deal with a family in conflict, and I want to share with you some things that I think will bless you as we are dealing with this on tonight. Well, what is this? The first thing I want to say is family is important. And it has been said that there's nothing like family. So family is important. All of us, uh, whether you uh, associate with it or not, associate with them or not, you are a part of a family. Uh, you were born into a family, and some of you have families, and so you can't get away from families. You can't get away from the family structure. You can't get away from families, period. You were born in a family, and family is important. Uh, it can be when they say there's nothing like family, that can be something that could be I'm disputed, <laughs> maybe some would say. But uh, there's nothing like family. And um, uh, I have to say, when when you think about it, I have to say that uh, tonight on both sides, I have, uh, in my opinion, I have an incredible family. Now, there are those that can't say that. All of us, uh, some people can't say they have an incredible family. They don't feel that way. But on both sides, when I say both sides, I'm talking about side that I was born on and then the side that I uh, married into. Um, I have, in my opinion, an incredible family. Uh, I think that they're awesome. We've got uh, talent and abilities and all of it. Uh, We've got some smart people. We've got people that have done great things. And so I think they're incredible. I, I, I would be crazy to feel any other way. But to think that my family is incredible and you should feel that way about your family. You should think that they're incredible. Amen. Even though you may have some issues, you should still feel a positive vibe about your family. So on both sides of my family, I feel that they are incredible. Now, with that being said, I need to say this, that no matter how incredible and wonderful our families may be, 
we still have to deal with conflict. And I think that that's something that we need to recognize that even though we've got incredible families, they are nice. At the end of the day, you still got to deal with conflict, no matter uh, they can be the best of the best and, and all of that. But conflict will stick his head up. Conflict will come. And even though they're incredible, even though you're incredible, you still got to deal with conflict. And I need to help you, and I, I'm not going to be long with this, but I need to help you to let you understand that conflict is a normal part of life. Conflict is a normal part of life. I know somebody said, well, I, I, don't want, I want to get away. I want no drama. I, I, all of us have said it. I don't want no conflict. And the only way that's going to happen is we're going to be dead and out of here and we won't have no conflict, no drama, because we're gone. Uh, and so when you talk about uh, that conflict is sort of like a normal way of life sometimes. It, it comes. It's not something that happens all the time, but conflict is sort of normal. It, it's, it's something that happens, and you can't get away from that, and it's a normal thing. Even when we read in the Bible, the Bible tells us about conflict in families and in ministry. Bible tells us about conflict in families and in ministry in the scripture. Now in Genesis chapter four, verse number eight, you know that the Bible said in Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. So here we find conflict between Cain and Abel about uh, giving the best and, uh, and, and God having respect of one's sacrifice or one's giving. And so Cain decided, I don't like that. And he slew his brother, Abel. So we find conflict that led to murder. Conflict that led to murder. So we find that. Then when you look in um, Genesis 25, let me pull this up. Genesis 25, uh, you'll find that um, there's another uh, conflict in, in family. And through verse 23 through 27, I won't read all that, but, but jot it so you can read it. And uh, it, it tells us about uh, when Rachel was expecting and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not Rachel, uh, the Bible tells us when Rebecca's wife was conceived, his wife conceived that they had, she had two in her womb. Two nations were there in her womb. And when the one that uh, the, he said that uh, the one people shall be stronger than the other and the elder shall serve the younger. And when they were coming out, we find that Jacob grabbed on to the heel of um, not Jacob, but Esau uh, grabbed onto the heel of Jacob and uh, or Jacob grabbed onto the heel of Esau. <laughs> God, let me get this right. And because uh, Esau was the oldest, so he grabbed onto the heel and, and there was a conflict there that was going on. And so we, we discover them doing this and discover this taking place and so there was a struggle that took place. 
And the older, he says, will serve the younger. Esau's going to serve Jacob. And we know eventually they got into a great uh, conflict that Jacob would even was even fleeing from Esau. He was fleeing from him. Why? Because there was conflict. Then we find in the book of Acts that there was another uh, conflict in Acts chapter 15 that when we uh, deal with that in the 15th chapter of Acts, and you can read this verse 35 through 40, there was a, a, a contention between Paul and Barnabas, and they had a great uh, contention. There was conflict there until the scripture puts it this way in Acts chapter 15, and let's look at verse, uh, let's see, number 39, and the Bible said, and the contention was sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other. Uh, they had a contention because one wanted to take one, one wanted to take other, and they disagreed. And so they had conflict to the extent that they had to separate. Now, these were people that were in ministry. They had to separate because they had conflict. They had an issue. They had a matter that was uh, conflicting. They had sharp contention. So I say to you again, when we read in the Bible, we find out that contention and conflict has been since the beginning. It's not something that just started. It's been since the beginning that there's been contention. There's been conflict. And so we have to understand when we start dealing with conflict, you've got to understand that whenever you have people that have differences, uh, they have different personalities, you will run into conflict. Whenever you have people that have different personalities, they will run into conflict. And that's that's natural. If you got different personalities, you're probably going to run into conflict. Uh, there's something different and both of you are different. You'll run into conflict. And it does not matter whether your family is small or large, conflict will happen. It's a natural thing. You can't get around it. You can't get past it. It is something that will happen. Conflicts will happen to large families, small families, whoever it may be, you will have those particular things and deal with conflicts. Amen. And so understand, we got to know that it, it, you're not excluded from conflict. Your family's not excluded. You're not excluded. I'm not excluded. Conflicts happen, and we have to learn how to deal with conflicts. Now, let me move on. I'm, I'm, I'm rushing on tonight. Let us look at some of the things that may cause conflict. Let's look at some of the things that may cause conflicts in our families. Well, what are those things? Number one, conflict can come between parents and children because the parents may not agree with who the person is dating or who the person is marrying. They may not agree with, um, they may not agree with uh, drug use. They may not agree with uh, the, the, the uh, child or whoever growing up uh, and, and, and becoming disrespectful. So they have conflicts and sometimes they got conflicts within the house. Sometimes it's conflicts between uh, the parents about the children. 
And so they're conflicting things and you run into conflict and you have to learn how to deal with, and we'll talk about that in a minute. You have to learn how to deal with the conflict. And we have to understand that when we see these things happening, we think that these things don't happen. They happen to everybody. They happen to people that's not in church. They happen to people that's in church. They happen to everybody. Conflict happens and you'll find it. Parents have conflict with children. They have conflict with one another. They have conflict with something that happened in the house. And, and sometimes there's disagreements. There are sharp disagreements. There are sharp things that they disagree on and they don't agree with. And so it is conflicting and you have to deal with it. Number two, conflict can come from just being or uh, having a different point of view. Many things or many things. You can have a different point of view on the family. You can have a different point of view on the children. You can have a different thing. Uh, sometimes conflicts come because you uh, you have a, a, a idea, strong conviction how to deal with a family matter and the best road to take to solve whatever the issue may be. You, you have that strong conviction. And sometimes it brings about conflict in, uh, it brings about conflict in the home. It brings about conflict. And, and we have to just be honest, not, not always be spiritual. Ah, nah, nah. No, we have to deal with real life matters that some things you pray about, then there's some things you deal with and you have to confront it or deal with it head on and know that it exists and stop acting like the elephant is not in the room. Stop acting like that wall is not painted that color. Amen. You have confidence. Everyone has a different point of view about things and, and nothing really wrong with that because I, I respect everyone's right to have an opinion. I respect your right to have an opinion. So you may have a different point of view than I have and, and, and it may cause conflict or uh, we may be conflicting or we have disagreement about it. And that's one of the things about uh, the word conflict. It talks about disagreement or it talks about a clash between or it talks about fighting between. So you will experience conflicts and, and you have a difference and a different point of view. Many times we fall out with each other because we got a different point of view. I just see it different from what you see it. I don't, I don't see it the same way you see it. There's no reason for us to fight and, and cuss each other out. <laughs> we don't cuss, but uh, you know, don't, don't go that route because we don't see it the same way. Your point of view is one thing. My point of view, another, I see it a different way. When I look at something, I see it, uh, I see it is big. You may look at it and see it small. It, is that a reason for us to fall out? No, but you, Believe me or not, conflicts happen like that. People are not speaking to each other because of the smallest things that have come up because they've got a different point of view. And they shared it and they just didn't agree with each other. Families do that all the time. Just don't, don't see it. Siblings do it. I don't agree with you. And when they don't agree, they don't, they don't talk to them no more. <laughs> so you deal with conflict. So uh, having a different point of view can can uh, on many things can cause conflict, family, children, uh, job, whatever. It can cause a conflict. Are you with me? All right. So it, it can cause a conflict. 
Number three, conflicts. Now, this is a great one. Conflicts can come because of money. This can happen in family. This can happen in marriages. This can happen in, in, in friendships. This can happen in relationships. Conflicts come because of money. I've seen where the conflict has been so great uh, whenever it came to money. I've seen where families have been basically destroyed because of money. And, and, and it was the money was the key factor in the conflict. And sometimes it can be over, it, it can be over a few dollars. It can be over some cents. It can be over something that, that shouldn't even be worth that. I've seen you, we've seen it. We've seen people kill folk over a couple of dollars owed to them in a conflict over money. And somebody said, why did you shoot them? They owed me $30. Is that all? Yeah, and I want my money. Conflict. Money can be a thing that can cause conflict in families. Marriages have been destroyed because money was the issue in, in, in the conflict. A whole lot of things have been, been, been uh, messed up because uh, money and things have been the issue in the conflict. And money, uh, I know, you know, if people get tied up with this, but uh, uh, the Bible said money answereth all things. But then it says money is the root of all evil. There have been folk that have, uh, in families, uh, gotten the conflict. There have been kids that have killed their parents trying to get the insurance money. There have been husbands that have killed their wives. There have been wives that have killed their husbands. There have been people that have done things because money was the conflict. It was the thing that caused uh, the was the key, you know, every time, every now and then you need a key to some, it was the key, uh, it, in, in doing that, it was the key to what was happening. And so money can be a cause of conflict in family. So I talked about talking about tonight, a family in conflict because money has destroyed many families. There are folk not talking to each other right now because of money. They ain't been talking for years because of money. And, and it, they've been talking over a dollar <laughs> because of money. They, they just say, I ain't doing it. You owe me money. And they haven't been talking about it. So money can be a, a, a conflict. It can be a key factor in causing conflict. And I think all of us, if we be honest, we've had situations where, you know, people say, well, uh, in, in your family, whatever, said, you know, can I borrow this money? And they didn't say, could you give it to me? They say, can you, can I borrow it? And they borrowed the money and, and you gave them two or $300. And they said, I'm going to pay you back in two weeks. And two weeks came and no money. And then three weeks, no money. A month, no money. So when we talk about the love of money, being the root of all even those things. So let me also deal with this. So most of the time, there's always something that initiates conflict. And it really depends on how we deal with the fire uh, that is burning. It all depends on how we deal with the fire that is burning. It depends on, you know, whether we put water on the fire or we put gasoline on it. It all depends on what we put on it, on the fire. You put water on it to put it out or you put gasoline on it to keep it going. And sometimes we don't know the difference 
we put gasoline on something we should put water on. We, we shouldn't be uh, putting uh, more on to it to cause more problems. We should be doing something totally different. But we, we put those things and we, we sort of do those things and we put uh, gasoline on the fire as opposed to putting water on it to put it out. And so we need to make sure that we understand uh, what we're doing when we're putting that on and when we're doing those type of things. And so notice that he, he goes on and we, we got to put it on. And one way that conflict happens, another way that conflict happens, I want us to get this, this is very important. Another way that conflict happens is it happens after the death of a loved one. Conflict happens after the death of a loved one, whether it's the father, the mother, the sister, the brother, brother or, sis, or siblings or uh, auntie and uncle. Uh, most time, a lot of conflict happens after the death of a loved one. We find that to be the case many times. Uh, death brings us together. And, and, you know, when, when people pass, death brings us together. People come together and, um, you know, they, they come together, they do stuff together. It's, it's really one of those things that they really, and so we find that, of course, uh, we come together, people we hadn't seen in a long time, relatives we haven't seen. We, we hug, we kiss, we cry together. But now understand that death brings us together, but it also can cause conflict because our emotions are running so high. And the next thing you know, we have conflict that have come in or conflict that have slipped in right in the midst of our most grieving moment in our time that we're grieving, in our time that we, we don't feel good, in our time that our emotions is high. We just lost a father or a mother or a sister or a brother. And and that thing gets heavy on us. And so what happens is we have that particular conflict. Death brought us together, but now because our emotions are so high and we're so emotional and, and, and grieving, that conflict bothers us. And when we next thing we know, when that conflict hits us, now we've got a conflict when we should be really loving and caring for one another. Now we've got conflict. It could be something that was done. It could be something that was said, whatever it could be, but it causes that conflict to happen and that conflict to take place. We can be in conflict over what to do with our loved one's possessions. After they have passed, we can be in conflict. Well, who's going who's gonna to divide this? Who's going to give this? Who's going to give the other? We can be in conflict over those things. And we've seen families divided because of those things in conflict. We, we've seen families that have been divided and, 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 and end up in court. We remember years ago, uh, some actors and stuff, their bodies uh, stayed out longer than they should have because the families were in conflict over the estate. They wanted this. And because the person maybe didn't leave a will, they, they were after that. Uh, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and, and I, I don't know for sure, but we read about uh, the uh, singer Aretha Franklin's thing being because conflict. You, you got to understand uh, when people don't leave who they wanted to go to in a will, 
it can be in conflict and things can happen. And so emotions are running high. They want to know uh, who's got the power. Uh, conflict comes because they want to know who's got the power to make the decision. Sometimes before the person passes and even after they pass, who has the power to make the decision? And it brings about conflict. And somebody, I know you can relate to this. One of the greatest things that it divided families has been in, in death. Conflict has divided families in death. And it's divided siblings, it's divided, uh, uh, it's divided husbands, wives, it's divided uh, relatives, it's divided people. Because in death, you find that there's a conflict and those things happen uh, in, in, in the conflict. And so that is the thing that happens when we start dealing with uh, the conflict and those things that take place. The husband can be in conflict with the children. And even with the siblings, he, he wants to know, uh, he, he feels I've got the power to, of say so of who, uh, what should be done and who's going to be over this and who's going to say that. And sometimes the children don't feel that way because maybe there was some between the husband and wife and uh, maybe there was a separation. They're not together, but they don't feel that way. And so there's a conflict there. Uh, and, and I've seen again, I said, families divided for years. Because no one wanted to deal with the conflict. So these are some areas that conflicts, and I'm sure while I'm talking, some of you can think of other areas that conflicts have come up and that conflicts have been a part. Conflicts have, have happened. And, and these are areas that we have to deal with. We have to be honest that we have conflict. These things happen and conflicts come about. And so when you, when you start dealing with that, and you understand that uh, we have to get to the place to understand that these things are not abnormal. They're normal because you have to deal with these particular conflicts. And they do take place and they do happen. All right. So let me let me get to this and I'm, I'm going to close. So how should we deal with? a family in conflict. And this may help not only your family, but something else you're dealing with. How should we deal with a family in conflict? Well, number one, someone has to be the grown-up in the room. I'll say that again. Somebody has to be the grown-up in the room. We have to stop acting like children when it comes to conflict. In, in some cases, it may be better if we act like kids because at least they don't hold stuff as long as we do as adults. But you say you're grown. We say we're grown. Someone has to be the grown up in the room and stop pouting, being selfish and trying to get your way. And somebody's got to be the grown up. Grown people need to get in the room and talk. Uh, as I heard Mark Jackson say, there comes a time that you got to send the children to bed it's grown-up time. <laughs> ah, did you hear what I said? That's Mark Jackson, the commentator that we on basketball. He said, sometimes I was watching the NBA playoffs, and that thing jumped in my spirit when he said, he said, there comes the time you got to send the kids upstairs in the bed, to the bed, and, and because it's now grown-up time. And sometimes you got to have grown-ups in the room. Send the kids to bed. 
those that don't understand, those that can't deal with it anyway, send the kids to bed. Let's deal with the grown-up. Put the grown-ups in the room. Let's let the grown-ups, let the grown-ups now deal with the business so we can deal with the conflict. And that's how we deal with it. You, you gotta you gotta put grown folk in the room. Put the kids out, let them go, but let them know it's grown-up time. And we deal with conflicts. Because we should be able as grown-ups to have conversations that can resolve conflict. And we ain't got to shoot each other to do it. We, you, our, our resolve shouldn't be killing each other. Our resolve shouldn't be tearing up the house and breaking dishes and putting holes in the wall. That shouldn't be our resolve. It shouldn't be. All right? Number two, sometimes you may have to let time bring about healing in some matters of conflict. Sometimes time has to be our partner. Time has to be our advocate. Time has to be what we allow to use to bring about healing in some conflicts because sometimes it, it takes time and it, and sometimes you got to deal with time. Even though we may not have as much time as we think we have, we still got to let time be uh, the factor in bringing about healing in some matters of conflict. Time has to do that. And, and, and you got, you got to give time for it. You know, sometimes we don't, we don't want to give no time. We want to rush it, but sometimes you have to let time bring about healing. Sometimes emotionally and in any situation, no matter what we talked about tonight, sometimes healing don't come for some as quick as others. Some people can get over it the same day. Some people can get over it the next minute, like children. Some people can get over it and just go on and be have no problem. But there's some people, it takes them a minute. And you've got to give time for them to heal and get over it. You just have to do that. I mean, and and, and that's not a bad thing, but that's just the true fact. You got to give time time. Let me move on. Uh, the the number, uh, number three is sometimes holding your peace is a good way to avoid and eliminate conflict. You got to know when to be silent. You got to know just when to hush. You just got to know when not to say anything. If that makes any sense. Sometimes you got to know, don't say nothing now. Don't make a comment. I'm going to avoid and eliminate this conflict before it even gets started. Sometimes people, they'll, they'll say it and, 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 we have to have enough wisdom when we can see where something is going and which direction is going. We've got to have enough wisdom how to shift a conversation or not get involved in it because they're trying to bait us in to conflict. You got to know how to hold your peace and avoid and eliminate conflict. Sometimes you just got to, sometimes you got to agree with your adversary quickly. Sometimes you got to say, mm-hmm, and just keep it moving. And that will avoid or eliminate conflict. Now, some people, they ain't going to let it go because they, they want to pull you in. But you got to learn how to eliminate it and to avoid the conflict. And you can do that by holding your peace, 
to avoid and to eliminate the conflict. All right. Number four, and I'm getting uh, timing. Remember, we talked about time. Timing's, timing is important to know when to address conflict. Timing is important. Timing is everything, matter of fact. You got to know when to address conflict. You, you need to know when to address it. Sometimes you, you don't need to address it at that time. <clears throat> I know you're anxious and you want to, but right now may not be the time. May not be the time to address the money issue. May not be the time to address the issue after the death of a loved one so soon. It may not be the time to address things. It may be the time to leave that alone. But sometimes we don't do that. So timing is important to know when to address something. When emotions are high, we need to give time before we run into the house that's already on fire. There have been people that have been killed in house fires because their emotions were high and they were maybe trying to go in and, and who they thought was in the house and trying to save somebody and they end up perishing themselves and dying themselves because their emotion says go in the house. Sometimes timing says it, it, it don't address the conflict right now. Your emotions are high. So you may do something that you would not ordinarily do. You may say something you would ordinarily do. So don't do that. And give time, time before you run into the house that's already on fire. House already on fire. You done ran in there and now we got a whole big mess. Now you over in trouble and you don't have to be in trouble because you ran into the house or you said something, did something, or you acted out of your emotions when you shouldn't have acted out of your emotions at all. Am I making any sense to anybody? So you, you got to know uh, how to deal with that and you got to know what's going on with that and what to say. And so you find that time, when you're dealing with it, time is something that you really have to uh, deal with and that you really got to uh, focus on and understand. And so don't go into the house that's already on fire. Don't do that. You, you got to you got to know that the house is on fire. And I can't I can't go in with this. Uh, I, I, I can't do this and go in with this because I'm going to cause more problems than I need to cause. And I don't need to cause those problems. And so I'm not going to cause them at all. And so there's there's conflict with that and with what's going on. The conflict of what's going on. And so you've got to deal with that uh, in a way to know that, again, timing is important. And I need us to get that because so many times we don't, we don't use wisdom and we run into things without understanding that it's important for us to deal with time. It's important for us to deal with time, all right? And so uh, timing is important. Timing is important. So stop running into the house that's on fire. Stop, stop doing that. Stop running into the house that's already burning. It's burning and, and you running into it and, and you need to stop. Don't do that. It's, it's already on fire. Just leave it alone. All right? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. And uh, timing is everything. 
Now, let me say this. Um, I hope and I pray that this has has helped you tonight and, and to know that it's important for us to understand that our families, there's a conflict in the family. And some of you I'm talking to tonight, I'm talking to you directly because you, you're dealing with some stuff right now. And you just need to know how to deal with the conflict. You need to know when to address it, when not to address it. What's the proper timing? You need to know those things. You need to root out and find out the root cause of those things that's causing the conflict. Because sometimes uh, conflicts can be things that can be things that we really were not aware of. And it's caused conflicts. Sometimes people can say things and do things. One thing that I, I try never to do is I try my best not to. I, I'm not always as good, but I try not to throw shade at people, uh, family especially, online in different places, because I, I don't want to do that. I'd rather talk to you in person, but sometimes when people throw shade and throw things out on, on post and stuff, that's not good. That's not a good thing to do. And people do that. Sometimes they throw it. Uh, that's one thing about social media. It's taken away our ability to talk directly to people and say what we need to say and resolve matters because you'll never resolve matters on social media. Never. They're not resolved on social media. That's not how you resolve matters on, on, on social media. You have to resolve them. And, and if, you know, if you got something to say to somebody, just say it to them. You don't need to go around and say it on social media. They may not even be on social media. Then what you do, you bring other people into the mix that don't even know what's going on. So you need to be able to um, say it and, and without doing that. I've been uh, I've had people to throw some shade at me on social media and call me uh, different names or whatever. And I won't get into that tonight. And I just laugh because I'm like, wow. And, and you have to know that sometimes you deal with it and sometimes you have to let it go. Let me say this last thing and I'm going to be done. Let me tell you something about dealing with some things. If you know, this is important, you have to study the people that are saying the things and study the people that look like bring about conflict, whether it's family or whoever. You got to study them. And let me tell you something. If you study them and you find out that they're always in conflict, that's a person you need to sort of back away from and not put yourself in the way because they live for conflict. That's what they live for. They live for conflict. I hope y'all hear me tonight. They live for conflict. But now, you know, you, you got to know that. You have to study people. And once you find that out, your life will be a whole lot better because that addressing a conflict in family or whoever or wherever with a person that lives for conflict Here's going to be your problem. You're never going to win with them because that is, remember I told you there's a difference between water and gasoline. That is the thing that they live for is conflict. And so they will always, 
no matter what you pull in there, it's always going to ignite everything. It's always going to do it. Always. And so you're wasting your breath because that's what it's going to do. I see y'all back to YouTube. <laughs> uh, it's always going it's always going to do the same thing. And you need to know that. You you need to know that. And once you find and learn people and you find out like that, you don't you don't even, you know, like if if someone comes to me and say, "You know, uh this one said something about you and they tell me who it is." I don't lose no sleep. I don't even, it don't even bother me. Why doesn't bother you, Pastor Martin? Because at that point, I understand. I've studied that individual. And anything that they say about me or you or whoever, that's just who they are. They can't help themselves. They do it to anybody. They do it to the, the mama and the daddy if they could. They, they don't care. And I always said this. If a person will talk about their family, they'll talk about your family. If they talk about their mother, they'll talk about your mother. So stop going, going through changes and, and stop worried about what they say. Ain't nothing I can do about that. It is what it is. All right? So, we will always deal with conflicts as long as we live. So we should do our best to deal with the conflict in family and in life. I will leave on a good note, I think. And that is the good news is some way families, not all, but some, always find a way to get past the conflict. Some kind of way, they always find a way to get past the conflict. They always find a way to get past the conflict. Got someone said that's what's going on between myself and my youngest daughter. Lift us up in prayer. That there's always a way. There's conflict. And you you just gotta know. And and I I, I pray again that this has blessed you tonight, that this has helped you to understand that there's some things you will not be able to get by. Conflict will happen in families, a family in conflict. But the good news about it, if we hold true to being family, we always find a way to resolve the conflict. Always find a way to resolve the conflict. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's podcast with Dennis L. Martin Sr. If you would like to donate to the podcast with the Cash App, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have an awesome day.